Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. So welcome back to the Table and Well podcast. We are super excited that you're here with us today. This is episode number 62. Today, we're going to be continuing our conversation on the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill podcast that was produced by Christianity Today. Uh, this is our response to that podcast, and um, we're really excited to talk to you about it. So the big question that we are discussing right now is what do you do when you find yourself in bedded or entrenched in a narcissistic church or narcissistic community? Um, How do you heal? Where do we go from here? Um, Also, how do we prevent this from even happening? Uh, This is one of the things that we said in the first podcast when we started talking about this. This really breaks our heart. This is not some out there fictional thing that we're reading about. This is an actual body of believers that had to walk through this. And it didn't happen to some other organization or some thing that we know nothing about. This happened to us. This happened to the body, our body. Um, And so how do we move forward? Not just if you were there at Mars Hill, but even if you weren't and you are hearing what's happening, even for the first time, maybe how do we move forward? How do we prevent this from ever happening again? So you're going to just hear some of our conversation about that. Some of the thoughts and ideas and, and things that we really believe could have helped and could have prevented this from ever happening and hopefully prevent it from happening to anyone else. In a family, in a healthy church family, yeah, I'm not a kid, only a kid. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about yeah. this around just us and our family and right. our table is that at any given time in life, I should be a child someone's child. Mm -hmm. I should be someone's brother and sister and I should be someone's parent. Yes. And so if I only am functioning in life as a child, everybody else's job is to meet my needs. Mm -hmm. Then we will find ourselves continually in this scenario. And when we group ourselves with other people who see themselves the same way, then it just multiplies over and over again. And we have mega churches led by narcissists. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I see that my role is I'm also a sister Mm -hmm. and I have responsibility not in the because we've talked about in response to in response to my love for christ in response to abba father Mm -hmm. being my heavenly father and therefore you're my brother Mm -hmm. she's my sister Mm -hmm. and that there's something for me to do i have a role to play in their lives to protect and to steward and to Mm -hmm. help mature as well mutually to walk alongside we're all walking toward maturity together as brothers and sisters right. and, and we have different things to bring to the table mm-hmm. to help with that and also i understand that as a part of this church family i have someone i have something to bring to the table that i can also pass it down yes i'm passing i'm passing sideways and i'm also passing down and i'm also receiving, receiving. Mm-hmm. what's gotten all flipped upside down in the modern church culture is that I come to receive and I don't I don't come to give in the same way, mm-hmm. Re- forgetting that I have a really important role to play, that if I walked into this into this family, understanding that 
that there's more for me to do than receive. And I have as much to give and I have as much to bring to the formation of this family as I have to pull from it. Then the game changes. Narcissism cannot live in the same way. That's called maturity, obviously, because I have to maturely know how Hmm. understand my role, but also know how to operate in it. If I don't have maturity, I could understand like, yeah, I could see how I should probably operate as a spiritual mom and dad in this family, not just the pastor. Right. But I could be doing that, too. But if I don't have the maturity, then I can't do that. Well, so as you were talking, I'm thinking I'm going, well, you know. I think and I don't I don't know this to be a fact, but it, it seemed like at Marceau that was happening. Mm. Tell me more. So because you had, you know, you had your, your community groups, you had people that were leading those groups. You had these intimate, close relationships with with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they were growing and, you know, and to the degree that they felt that they were growing, they mm-hmm. were there was growth um, Whether you know, we talked about looking at the wrong thing as far as numbers, but I think even I think I really believe they they felt spiritually that they were growing, that they were moving in a certain direction because they were in line with what they felt the Lord was asking them to do. Mm-hmm. So they're growing in that. You've got people that are telling them they're who are sowing into them. You have brothers and sisters because you're sharing your burdens together and you're walking this thing out. So now what? Right. Because it looked right. 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 But maturity was the problem. Maturity was the problem. Maturity is the maturity is the the thing. Mm-hmm. It's the crux. If mm-hmm. if we don't have maturity, you can do all the things because there's pseudo maturity. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. You can be operating above your level of maturity because you need to. You always have to just what it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're really not in a healthy community, strong group identity, which only looks like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know your own identity and mm-hmm. you're not mature, then it everything looks or seems like it's you're doing the right thing. But that, I mean, just bring it even back to our family as you're talking about that. We didn't learn what we're teaching right, now next. until yeah, there you go. four or five years ago. Correct. Absolutely. These were new con- mature. Yes. The concept of relational maturity was blew our mind, blew our mind. Yeah. We had already been parents. We had been married 20 years, fostered fostered 70 kids, raised our own biological kids from birth, and they were launched out into adulthood. And we had been in ministry. Yeah, living in different states, fully, quote quote, unquote, independent maturity. They Mm -hmm. could pay a bill and all those like Mm -hmm. adult things. And had led in ministry, had been in pastor roles for the same 20 years. Yeah. And were terribly relationally immature. Oh, we were. And had no idea. No idea. No idea how much, if you would look at yeah, our family and yeah. by God's grace, his faithfulness mm-hmm. covered so much yeah. of what we didn't know. Yep. So, and he will do the same in a church body. That's why yeah. his grace covers a multitude of sin and how we can still yes. see good fruit in bad soil. Um, but the goal is not that we re- keep reproducing this. Yeah. What I don't want to do is do what I did mm-hmm. in those 20 years again. Right. I don't want to relate to my grandkids the way that I understood how to relate to my kids 15 years ago. No. I want to do this differently. Yeah. I know different now and I want to do different and I want to experience different. And that's this conversation I, of, yeah. yes, could we, did we 
get it done? Did we did we do, do the it? best did it, we knew how? Did it look great to everyone looking in that? Oh, wow. You guys, you your kids are great and they are great. Don't mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we have fantastic kids. All of them. All of them. But it was always this, man, you guys, did, you did such a great job. They're this. You guys are this. You, you and Janelle or you and tennis, whatever it was. It's like you guys are like whatever. It looks so good from the outside looking in mm-hmm. because you have done the A, B, C, D, E, F, G thing. Mm-hmm. But on the inside, we were rotten and falling apart. And, and literally, by the grace of God, like you said, we... We had no real no depth in relationship. Yeah. Did we function we, Were we an incredible team and did we mm-hmm. do certain things really well? Yes. Yeah. Did we know how to love? We really tried. We are, had wonderful, <laughs> earnest hearts. Yeah. As all the people at Mars Hill. Absolutely. It, the conversation seems to be, from what was shared in the podcast, their hearts were earnest. Yes. And they earnestly were trying to be in community and they earnestly were trying to do family. They just didn't have the skills. And that's all we're trying to say yeah. in this is that in order to have healthy soil, you could tend the same soil a million times over and water the same soil and box it up and put things in it and and maybe grow a plant or two. Yeah. And yes, that works. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't we all rather <laughs> be in healthy soil? Yes. Wouldn't we all rather not have to pick a million weeds out of the garden bed? Wouldn't we rather have lots of fertilizer and all the nutrients that we need to thrive yeah. and not just survive in community? Yeah. Did they have community and did they survive? Most of them. Yeah. A lot of the stories were that when it all fell apart, they realized that there was no nutrients in the mm-hmm. soil to last. Yeah. And that they were really, really nutrient deprived as mm-hmm. much as they had for as long as they had been planted. And and this is the and this is the 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 both and in this because we we talk a lot um practically. Like there was no practical depth of relationship with people. Mm-hmm. But the both and of that is because of what they were all going for, they missed out on being or understanding who their identity was in Christ as well. Mm-hmm. They missed that piece. Yeah. Um because their identity was in a building and in an idea and an ideal and not in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and so as much as they thought it was, it mu- had become yes. intermixed of yes. yeah. It's God yourself and others. Mm-hmm. It's that that triangle of mm-hmm. connected to all three mm-hmm. and know who you are in all three, mm-hmm. their true identity mm-hmm. and not just in this siloed. Yes. And it all is a is a catch 22 of where do I learn who I am? Mm-hmm. Me. How do I learn to have a relationship with myself? I should learn that in my family. Yes. In community. Yeah. How to, well, just even in, in your, my immediate yeah, family, family as a child, right. yep. we'll where do that. I learn to have a relationship with God in, in my, my family. family? Where do I learn to have a relationship with others in my family? In family. Many of us have not had that opportunity. And so we come to our church family mm. without those skills. And we're all coming without those skills. Yeah. Or, or, a, sh- or a shortage. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not saying we're all completely yeah. disabled, but... We may have lack in certain areas. And so when we're all coming to try to figure out how to fulfill those shortages in what we didn't experience in our family, and we come to the family saying, hey, I need this, Mm -hmm. but we don't realize what we have to bring. Yeah. 
and other and everyone there is saying, hey, I need this. I need this. I need this. We t- this is where we take one guy and we say, hey, you're the guy who's going to make sure we f- we get all these needs met. Mm-hmm. And that one guy can't do it. No. And this is where we talk about the lose lose who lost in Mars Hill. Everyone. Everybody. And how how could that body have turned and won? What does it look like for them to win at that at that juncture where, oh, man, what we thought was true, what we thought mattered, what we thought was giving us identity and belonging has now is now gone. Mm -hmm. And we have been left realizing that there wasn't the growth and transformation and maturing that we needed in this family. Yeah, because I should be coming to this family to mature. My goal as a parent is to mature my children. Mm hmm. My goal as a child was to mature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, my goal as a parent is to mature my children, but also to mature myself into becoming an elder. Not mature myself, but yeah, that's the next. Yes, I should stage. continually be yes. growing and not Always. just hanging out yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. So again, if we could put our put our family hats on, of guys, this is just about family. It's all about family, and this is about how do we form the most healthy family that we can form, so that the world who's we think we're desperate for identity and belonging. Mm-hmm. We think we we're lost in knowing who we are in Christ. What about the world? Yeah. Where do they find family? Yeah. And where do they find healthy family when when Mars Hill unfortunately is not an isolated event? Yeah. So back to the conversation of those healthy <laughs> leaders and yeah. what is missing. We have a whole entire podcast series that that takes, I don't know how many episodes walking uh, like through 35 or yes. something like that. That's a lot. Step by step yeah. by step of what is needed in order to make our soil healthy yes. here in the body so that we can grow and so that we can change. Mm-hmm. And we need people to model this for us. And it's not it's not impossible. I don't believe that. And I and I believe that the Lord has said clearly that it's not too late. Oh, our like, hearts yes, are absolutely. after mm-hmm. elders in the body of Christ. Yes. We need our elders to be healthy and mature because we need them to lead a new way. Part of the reason why we have narcissistic leaders is because our elders haven't been elders like we need them to be. Yeah. And I'm not talking Positional. guys on a board that vote. Yeah. I'm talking about people who have maturity in life being mature in relational skills so that they can model for us what it's like to be parents. Um, So then parents can model what it's like for their, to lead their children and so on and so forth all the way down. So we, we have given our lives to see that happen. And that's what we need to reawaken in the body of Christ Mm -hmm. is those people to mature. And, and I asked the Lord at one point, okay, so do we, because we're in our young 40s. We're in a little bit of a different situation when it comes to being elders in the body of Christ. We're young elders. Yeah. We're, and we are not at all claiming to be what we will be at 70. No. Yeah. And we by, don't have all the answers. By any means. No. But we are seeing and understanding so much differently than we've ever understood how important it is for us to be involved in the body mm-hmm. and to be actively modeling and yeah. to be actively pursuing our own maturity yeah. and to be shoring up relational skills that weren't mm-hmm. operating and for us to invite others along on that journey so that they can do the same. Yeah. We will continue to reproduce who we are. Yes. And so if we don't change, then we will continue to go down the same path that we've been going down. So the only way forward is to find a new way and then to model that for everyone else. And I keep trying to say it and haven't been able to say it yet, but <laughs> I don't believe it's too late for those that are in this elder role already. 
we need them now more yes. than we've ever needed them. This is not about screw anybody who's 50 right. and older. It's too late. No. Let's just focus on the 30 year olds and hope this gets better. No, no, no. I think that it's completely possible and and God's timing. I, absolutely. For for our older generation, our second half of lifers. Yeah to awaken yeah. to who they were created to be. We need them more than ever to step into these bodies, mm-hmm. the bodies that we were talking about, and to teach us how not to be orphans and to teach us what it is to be a part of a family in a healthy way and to have more than, an, we talked about others yeah. being joy bombs and having enough joy, enough gladness to be with us no mm-hmm. matter what, to teach us what it's like to be family again. Yeah, because- one of the roles of elders, as we say, is to set the identity of a community. It's not to set standards. It's not mm-hmm. to say you need to live up to this. It's to say, no, this is who we are mm-hmm. and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And that healthy correction comes in when it's like, hey, you've forgotten who you were. Mm-hmm. Let me remind you of who we are mm-hmm. and let's walk this thing out together. So good. And so that that is the stage of life one that we're in. And that's the stage of life that those that are more mature than us. We need you mm-hmm. to come and help set identity for the kingdom of God, for mm-hmm. the for the church, for our country, for mm-hmm. each other, for your family, for your communities, all the way down to whatever you want to get to, to mm-hmm. to to the people that, you know, I was even thinking as you were talking, like, so how does this work in community where people say you say you have a group of people and they realize that, hey, we need to become mature. We don't know how to do this. We don't know what this Mm -hmm. looks like. Mm -hmm. There's an elder that comes in who's mature and that can begin to walk them through and teach them these skills. And they practice it in community. Mm -hmm. They practice the things and they're learning it and they're making mistakes and they're growing and they're, Mm -hmm. and they're changing. And, and you've got this elder or these elders who are like, let's go. We got this. This Mm -hmm. is who you are. Yes, you're doing it. And you can, and you can do that. And and it's okay to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's okay to to mess it up. Mm-hmm. But once you understand that there's more than what we're already doing and we don't want to go back to where we were and we want to mm-hmm. do something different and we want to grow in maturity and grow in those things, then we just jump in and we do it. Yeah. And when we talk about elders, what are who are the elders modeling for and what is their real role in even in this scenario yeah. let's say let's say Mars Hill was one body mm-hmm. and the leader had been removed or resigned and now we have orphans mm-hmm. left we have immature an immature body left and a group of healthy elders comes in do they go to to the babies and try to help nurse mm. them that's no. good no no their role is to help sow into those that are the spiritual parents and yeah. help mature them, help shore up whatever it is that yes. those those mature or that those parents need maturity growth in. Mm-hmm. Maybe those parents, much like us, because when we awoke to this concept yeah. of of relational maturity, we were desperate mm-hmm. to find spiritual parents. Yes. We were desperate to find elders. We were saying, help. Help! I we begged the Lord for years. Help us. Help us Where find. Are they? We need to find them. people who are healthy who can model for us what this looks like. How do you resolve conflict? We have no skill in that. We've right. never had anybody model for us. We've figured out maybe a way two or three, but but even in our own marriage, we didn't know how no. to resolve conflict. Right. We didn't know how to resolve conflict with our kids. We were really good at avoiding, so it wasn't. We were so yeah. So what you know, like it didn't seem we didn't blow up at each other, so right. that felt better. But we didn't. But 
it was no better. It no, was no better. No better. No. So we began to ask, where are these people? Who models this for us? How do we learn? Mm-hmm. And so we needed to find those people, but it's inappropriate to think that elders, and I want to be careful that we don't communicate this, that elders come into a body like this and it's their job to role model mm. for to it is their job to role model yeah. for the entire community because nothing's better nothing's more of a gift to a grandchild than a grandparent. Right. Yeah. You know, to yeah. to a baby to have a grandparent in their life modeling what life is, to tell their stories of days of old, to say this is who you are, this is our family mm-hmm. lineage. And think about that in the body of Christ for elders to come and say, this is our family lineages. This is who we are. Oh, yeah. But their hands on role modeling is this is what it's like to parent a teenager. Yes. There's not very many people in the body who can say, I've been there, done that, parented a young adult. Mm -hmm. This This is is how I launched my adults into the world. This is what happens when you... When you become an empty nester, these are the things that you have to walk through. And who talks about and that? These are the these are the skills you have to learn. Yes, as an empty nester parent. Right. This is how you navigate this new relationship with yeah. your children who no longer live with you, who have their own houses and wives mm-hmm. and families. This is how you do it. Who teaches us that if we don't have elders? Yeah. And so, but when I'm a spiritual parent, maybe I have teenagers, but guess what I get to do. I get to teach that mom who has a toddler yep. how to navigate mm-hmm. the amazing, terrible twos. Right. She doesn't know. She, where does she learn? <laughs> right. That's why I'm that's why I'm part of the family. Yes. That's what I have to offer the family. Maybe I don't have maybe I don't have an answer for my brother and sister who are also parenting a teenager, but I can be with them. Yeah. And 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 again and we I, could share our experience together. And think about this too. And that's why I think our definition of maturity that we use is that you are you have reached your God-given potential in every age and stage mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. That's what that's about. Yeah. That that that's what that is. Yeah. And what that does too is that if I'm an awesome kid, age-appropriate kid. Yep. Well, actually this could go a couple different ways in the conversation. But if I'm if I'm an awesome kid, I'm modeling for other kids in my family how what to be it an looks, awesome kid. How to be an awesome kid. Yeah. If I'm an awesome teenager, I'm modeling what it looks like to be an awesome teenager. So what happens in the body? If I'm a grown adult, I can also model what it looks like to be an awesome kid. Mm, yeah. Because I likely still have parents in some aspect of my life and I should. Yes. Even if like my That's biological really parents are gone, I can't model the same way that I could with my biological parents. But I do have other people in the community that I can model what it looks like to honor someone. I can model what it looks like to be on the receiving end of someone's wisdom. Mm-hmm. I can honor mm. and model for my children what it looks like to go out and seek that wisdom from people who are beyond me, who carry who carry gifts in our yeah. community that I don't have. So I can I can model for them what it looks like to be a kid. Yes. And I can model what it looks like to be a brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And that's what family looks like. It doesn't look like perfect. Right. Because we're all learning, but it has to look better than what it's looked. And that I think and our response to Mars Hill is yes. This is a train wreck, guys. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not the only train wreck out there. And right. we're all walking away from the wreckage confused, disheartened. Mm-hmm. Some of us are hopeless. Yeah. In the Marcel podcast, I talked a lot about how many people have completely given up and walked away yeah. from the family. Yes. 
But we're here to say that family, there's still a way forward. Yes, there is. And it looks like maturity. Mm -hmm. And it looks like us understanding that we were simply created to be family, to bring something to the table and to take something from the table yeah, and to play our part. And that part isn't just on the receiving end. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episode stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101. Again, that's tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101.